Okay, let's get down to it, Bobbers. The Recovery Revolution will Snippy? be yeah, podcast on the Which Since Right no Now substance. Addiction Recovery Network. Abuse. Use. Welcome that, to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast. The podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com. With your Here's hosts Harris. in recovery, right. Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Woo-hoo. It's been a while. We're firing up the old machines. Can you work guys anymore? hear us? Somebody tell me in the chat. I can. Can you hear us in the little? Oh, I can. I think I can hear us. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. There we are. Now we're on. Okay. All Kate right. is okay. All right, Kate. Yay. Happy New Year, Kate. Okay. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for showing up. Um, well, just Jeff and I tonight. Yeah, it is. Matt had to go. He never, I don't think he shared what group, but he has to go see a well, concert. He he's going he to see somebody with his, with his woman. With his but woman. basically, he made it sound like he's going to go see a concert that he wasn't really that excited about, but he had to go with his woman. Uh, but but yeah, I don't know he if that's might, true. That might yeah, be for the boys. I agree. You know? I agree. I think he's probably excited to go see some. some yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, Matt's out tonight. But happy dry ha- January. Ha- happy dry life. Uh, I know. You know but what I'm it's, saying? I know, but it's dry January is a thing. It's a thing, don't For you think? People that are think drying cute. Well, listen, okay. I did. I thought that too, but we started this Facebook group of dry Januarys and tons of people joined. And then this girl emailed me, mm. Regina, and she said, You guys on the Sense Right Now podcast said that you didn't think people that participated in dry January stayed sober, but I'm here to tell you I participated in it two years ago and I'm still sober today. So I just wanted to pass that along. Why don't you tell us on Sense Right Now? Because if she's still sober, she has no business on the dry January page. No, she was on, she's an investor in the WBB Brewing Company. So that's, she met us. I don't even know how she met us through this whole thing somehow. Oh, interesting. So it's really cool. All right, Regina, whatever. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, dry January. I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's whatever it takes. I know. Well, then someone said that it was their birthday in January and they still had to party. So would you do February? And I said, yeah, I, w- I will do February with you. I'm going to do February. And then let's roll it into March. Like whatever. I'm cool. I just don't want any tourists. <laughs> you don't? I don't care if you're dry enough for your birthday. So you don't think dry people in general, if they're just 30 day dryers, that's care. not good. For- <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm here for. This is a recovery podcast. Yeah, but what about the people who get 30 days dry and they're like, hey, hey, there's something to this. You know what I'm saying? They like figure it out because they got 30 days dry and they're like, sure, oh, this is great. working. Yeah. And then they just stay dry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. But if you're just 30 days, you're going back out for wet February, then no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, boys, it's over. I did it. Let's rage. Yeah, no, I'm not in. All right. Yeah. No, I don't care. Um, but anyway, other, yeah, I do think January though, I get why people, uh, this is the month that lots of the populace is in of the mind to slow down and quit. Uh, I get it. Right. It's a very stressful time at the holidays. I was down in, in FLA with a friend of ours in where, uh, Florida with oh, right. John yeah. and, uh, his whole crew. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, and I think they were even ready for dry January. Coming out of the holidays, well, it's pretty the, funny. But I don't care. Yeah, really? Yeah, not if you're you're getting so fucked up. You're like, oh man, I got so fucked up. We got to take a break. Yeah, I, I, that doesn't matter. It doesn't. No, because they're not. No, that's not what this is about. No, no, I I know what you're saying. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah. How you doing? How was your New Year's? We haven't seen each other. We have not seen each other. Um, you survived. Survived. Yeah, I went to. Washington State for about a week, a long week. That's um, good. Saw your family? Saw my fam. Uh, you know, I think, you know, some of them do dry months. Do they? Because you know, their whole world is alcohol. Oh, it's very wet. Wine. Yeah, yeah. it's very wet. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I uh, Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I've, I've made my peace with that. You know, I can... Hang with that. It's all good. Oh, good. Yeah, so it was no. there was no awkwardness. There was no... Uh, they were drinking or were they not drinking? Or did it even matter for you? Hold on one second. They were drinking. Yeah, they were drinking. Okay. Uh, it's their business. It's their life. 
all the new people are trying this sober thing out. We have three new folks in the group. Well, welcome to the new folks, but is anybody just trying out being sober to see if it's for them in yeah. the group, in the in the chat room? I think a lot of people know. try January and realize they don't want to go back to drink. I think right. this. I think. I think this is. I think it catches people. I think it's an easy thing to participate. That I in, get right. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, ah, oh, you might not quit. Well, my my sponsee called me today. Mm. The guy who went back out, and he got sober January third or December thirty first too. And he's got nine days. I'm like, good for you, nine days. Yeah, I think for me, there's there's some measure of in you know it's it's about intent and the impact. You, yeah, you, you have to. I I those are both okay. I agree with Chris. I'm not into the drink stuff. That's the thing. That's the mayor. The mayor's sure. telling you this. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's fine. They can do it. But yeah. that's just, yeah. Okay. Obviously. Um, now, what was I thinking? So they try it out and it hooks them. I think that's good. I think I think I'm just talking more about the intent, like yeah. why some people do it. Like some mm-hmm. people and come out of it. Like I, was, I remember reading, like maybe it was last year, there was some woman that was doing a year sober yeah and i read her blog for a bit and it was coming down to the end couldn't wait to start drinking <laughs> right and was talking about how i can't wait to can't start wait drink. yeah they were like yeah. it's almost over I've, yeah, yeah. I've almost done it yeah you know it was the hardest year of my life all this kind of shit and i'm yeah. like that's doesn't interest me yeah I, like i don't care that you didn't drink for a year and you cannot wait to get back drinking right you know, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, has, it just has nothing to do with what yeah. we're talking about and the people that we're we're talking to, really. Yeah, I, um, I wonder though. So the positives that I think about it is that I think it puts alcohol and alcohol drinking in a conversation. Mm-hmm. And every year you got to you kind of as this dry January thing becomes mm-hmm. more of a meat. And I don't know if you see it. I see it from my business side of it mm-hmm. because it's a huge thing we promote because mm-hmm. obviously our product is nice for this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been very aware of it becoming more of a thing as the, like last year was this big and this year it feels bigger, mm-hmm. but maybe that's just me, but I feel like, Oh, media writes about it. It's in little things. And I think it ultimately, I guess if it, it, if, Furthers the conversation of alcohol and your awareness of how much you drink. It's probably not a bad thing. That's yeah. what I look at. It. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Like everyone has to look at their own drinking, right? And you're like, oh, right. do I want to? Even if you are just a happy drinker, I still think everyone for January is like, oh, do I drink too much? Do I need to slow down? I don't know. It just kind of puts it out there, I guess. Mm-hmm. More, more so than alcohol. And that's it. Right. I think it. It's a movement that does what we in the big picture have always wanted to do where it doesn't have to be the normal state isn't I have to go out and drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that forever has always felt like you got to drink. Mm-hmm. You got to be so go out and drinking. And I think that it's these kinds of things are like, no, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the normal thing. I think that what's interesting and part of what maybe what too in my well, I was going to call myself curmudgeonly, but I don't know that that's necessarily <laughs> the case. I think I am entitled to my positions yeah, totally. without having to be the bad guy. Um, I, uh, you know, I was thinking like so. As as the the as the percentage of people that smoke has diminished, yeah, I think there's there's generally been an accepted sense that you know it's gross, it's bad for you. It kills you, mm-hmm. and yeah. and um, you know smokers have become pariahs. I don't think anybody ever talked about the not the non-smoking movement, or you know it's a movement. Yeah, let's go smokeless for January. Uh-huh. There wasn't this like weird like let's brand and and jump into yeah. acting like hey everybody you know we're cool let's yeah. have smoke free nights at the bar you know what i mean there, mm-hmm, there's none mm-hmm. of that none of that happened no. people just stopped doing it cuz it's bad for you correct uh you know i was talking over the holidays with somebody it's like oh this opioid crisis is crazy again alcohol related deaths yeah dwarf 
opioid related deaths. Yeah. It's just the reality. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about an alcohol crisis. Yeah. Or probably ever will. Yeah. Um, which I, I just, I, I just struggle with. It, it's not about prohibition. It's not about. If people want to drink, go ahead and drink. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, frankly, if people want to smoke, go ahead and smoke. Um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Vape. But, but it's like, it's operate with all the facts, you know, and then mm-hmm. like, and put everything on, like, I just want everything to be on the table. So, you know, I was looking at something today where you're talking about um, the, you know, the manufactured border crisis. And you know what? This year we're just coming out. We're fu- we're a fuck Trump podcast. So if you're a pro Trump, <laughs> sorry, it's going to be a tough year for you this year. And since right now, uh, um, I'm done with that motherfucker. Um, I can see that you so, are uh, the MRFer too. Yeah, you throw that down. Um, <clears throat> so you know, and I saw somebody saying saying, you know, 96 gun deaths uh, a a day. Uh, 115 opioid overdoses, you know, this many, whatever, you know, up to something mm-hmm. that's whatever, 10,000, this or that. Yeah. And so I'm just like, it, do the math and the, the commonly used numbers, like basically 88,000 to 90,000 alcohol related deaths yeah. annually. You do that's the what math, I've heard. Yeah. And alcohol related deaths are more than gun related and opioid-related deaths combined. daily combined. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know if, if, if like, I've really, like, I don't know if that's part of a new mission for the New Year's. Like, let's get it in the conversation that if, if you want to uh, wring your hands, clutch mm-hmm. your pearls mm-hmm. about all these things, let's clutch them about, you know, let's be be honest. Yeah. You know, let's, let's put it all on the table. All the resources... All the talk is centered around opioid deaths. And I'm not saying they're not important, not mm-hmm. at all, but we mm-hmm. can care more about more than more. We can care about more than one thing at a time. Yeah. And if we're going to care, let's let's also elevate the one that's doing the most damage. Yeah. Um, oh, second only to cigarettes. Yeah, that's interesting. Second only to tobacco. Wow. Is alcohol. And, st- and tobacco still kills more. Alcohol, oh, t- t- tobacco dwarfs really? all of them. Still? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, nicotine dwarfs all of them. Wow. How does that work? Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I think uh, I was just thinking about the new year and, mm-hmm. and sort of where what I'm about in terms of recovery-focused things. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a, a greater push to like figure out how to to drive that part of the dialogue a little bit more. Yeah. Because um, I'm tired of this shit. You're tired of you're tired of alcohol. I'm tired of getting its getting a pa- getting a pass when it's yeah. doing far more damage. Yeah, um, and it's not again. It's not about prohibition. It's not about dissuading anybody that doesn't want to quit to quit or, or from to, to, from drinking. Yeah, it's about well, maybe it's about some of that, but. You know, with with gun deaths and opioid deaths being two of the driving, you know, death <laughs> related sure. issues. Why isn't alcohol? I yeah. mean, it kills far more than both of those things combined. Yeah. It should be, you know, right this up there. This vilified thing. It's, a, yeah, it's just not the alcohol crisis. Yeah. If we're going to call anything a crisis, <laughs> it should be the alcohol. <laughs> the alcohol is a crisis. That's funny. And. But I don't, I don't even want to call it that. I just want it to be talked about in the same breath as those things. And it never is. Yeah, no, it's not. And people don't know. No. And I think some of it's because it's it's uh, a sl- slower in many cases. Yeah. It's, you know, Takes behind years. closed doors. Something, you're in the hospital and yeah. you know, kidneys are, are given out. Mm-hmm. And, or it's a it's, massively huge regulated tax, yeah. taxable business. That right, also right, is absolutely. A, <laughs> also is probably a reason. Yeah. Or it's attached to something else. You yeah. know, it's it's a, a it, automobile related. So it's a yeah. you know who's killed in a car crash, not by alcohol, <clears throat> right? Yeah, um, I know. I was one of those statistics. Are those just statistics of we know, like the liver failure? We know this was alcohol related, and there's probably just as many people who have alcohol related. That's where they fall off into the, the train tracks, 
fall off a bridge, right, 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 you know, fall yeah. down a cliff, all the things that happen yeah. when you're drunk that you die from, yeah. which happens all the time. Yeah. You fall off something, crack your head mm-hmm. open, but that, I don't know if they count that. You know what I'm saying? It's like cirrhosis of the liver. We know that. Yeah. Fell off a ladder. A leading cause of, yeah. uh, or a leading contributing factor to like nine different types of cancer. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and, you know. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that may be a, a soapbox. It probably won't be as fiery as this. No, I like um, it. I've been saving up. You have, because it's been like three weeks. You're ready to weeks. jump on that. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, so yeah, that's our. Maybe that's a mission. We got we got a new mission this year is to put alcoholism and alcohol abuse in the conversation in the same way guns and opioids are. I like yeah. that. Oh man, I like You're that. Hit by a mail truck. What does that mean? I, well, I, uh, so can we have some more context on your dad got hit by a mail truck, Paul? Was the mail driver intoxicated? Your dad or both? Um, or was it you just throwing that out there? Yeah. And uh, is your dad still with us? Yeah. yeah. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Okay, um, you know, in the, if you've ever seen that, that grandma got run over a reindeer. I don't know if in the song, but in the cartoon they made it, which is a terrible, the, the worst holiday cartoon, by the way. I never saw it until this year. Someone's Grandma's drink, drinking, really, in that. Wow. Yeah. See, yeah. I think that that it goes right to the point we're talking about. Grandma was drunk and ran out in front of a reindeer. Yeah. Poor thing. Um. So. There you go. Okay. Well, anyway, that's um, good. We got that out of the way. So dry January, you're going to come around to it though, because I think it does ultimately help your cause, Chris. I really do. It raises the the awareness of alcohol abuse. It really does. People are talking about it. It's in the conversation. Maybe not in the way it should be, mm-hmm. but it's certainly in the conversation. Um, so I was uh, the other thing I was thinking about tonight as I, I spoke tonight at my meeting. You get those last minute requests to talk mm. at your meeting. And for some reason, I started talking. And so this is what I was thinking about driving over here. Uh, that we we there was a guy who was there for his first time. And sometimes when someone's at the meeting for the first time, you talk about the first step just to be polite. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And this idea of powerlessness over alcohol comes up. And and I was thinking how I had a compulsion to drink and it left me. But I was going to bring that up to you tonight because I was like, I can't remember if you had that same experience, that compulsion. Do you know what I'm saying? The compulsion to say that again? Like when I was out drinking, when I took a drink, I could not control how much I would drink and I could not stop. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I had a compulsion to drink. And when I was not drinking, I couldn't control like i would be telling myself in my head that i didn't want to drink that day as i was walking in to buy you know those are the most frightening times for mm-hmm. me the most parts that i was insane and you think about how compulsive that behavior was but i was like oh yeah i wonder i know that so well from my story but i was like oh, i wonder if you had that experience just that compulsion where you couldn't literally control even though you wanted to not mm-hmm. drink anymore or if you wanted to slow down or if you just once you started drinking, you wanted to drink more. Like my experience was oh, the later in the night it got, right. I would want to drink more even. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yes to the compulsion. Yeah. Uh, yes to anxiety. Anxieties about not being able to, you know, act on that compulsion. Yeah. I, you know, the stock. Like, the stocking the up. The stock up. Um I'm going to pause this for just a minute. Oh, yeah. A lot's going on in the chat room. Hold on one second. Okay. Because I do want to talk about this, but I also want to make sure we missed a... There's a big compulsion pill drink. That's awful. I'm sorry. Dad crashed in his bus ticket, ticket to go to VA hospital for alcoholism and bought a bottle and started walking to the VA via the highway and was killed by a nail. Jesus. I'm sorry, Paul. Um, so that's... Yeah, that's... Um, you know, <laughs> that's... That's one of the ways it happens. That's one of the ways it happens. That's one of the ways it gets us. Right. And you don't know if that statistic um, was an alcohol-related statistic or a death by, you know, a highway car crash. Like, you don't know how that's recorded, but it certainly is what alcohol does. Right. right? Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, and if people that are listening, if you're not spending time in the chat room, you should come check out the chat room. Shit happens in the chat room. It's almost like a whole nother show. Um, and uh, we love you in the chat room. Um, and thanks for sharing that, Paul, in the chat room. Uh, so, uh, compulsion. Yeah, you're just... Yeah. The, the, I, and it's funny. I, I think the idea of stocking up and keeping things... Like the anxiety of trying to plan out how much alcohol or drugs mm-hmm. you have left for whatever you have to accomplish until mm-hmm. you get some more alcohol and drugs, that's really stressful too. It is stressful. <laughs> alcohol, you know, at the time, cigarettes, you know, it's, it was just it's incredible amounts of anxiety doing it. The worst is having to act on it when you know you shouldn't be like out driving maybe, to, but you know you don't have enough to get you where you're going. Yeah. Um, through the night, oh, yeah. so to speak. But you, so you have to, yeah, go buy something. You know, and I use have to um, in the very loosest of senses. Yeah, but um, yeah, or you run out, and so then you're going to drink anything that yeah. you have, right? Or you know, I don't know if you you never were a, a freebaser or a crack smoker, but <laughs> that the you know, it's a cliche of crawling around on the floor mm-hmm. picking up anything that looks remotely to your oh, right. high ass mind like a, a, like a little piece of white something s- white anything and <laughs> trying to smoke it I mean that's real um, and uh, that's chat awful. rocks <laughs> oh chat rocks oh I thought we were talking about crack I was talking about crack rocks <laughs> um, I thought you were coining a new phrase um, but uh, and maybe you have coined a new term but yeah all those things are those compulsions are just, uh, yeah, just um, fill you with it. For for me, in retrospect, uh-huh. I feel like I it was I was pushing it down, but I was experiencing you know tremendous amounts of like shame and self loathing. Oh yeah, because you're experiencing this anxiety or exhibiting these just fucked up behaviors mm-hmm. to have more of the thing that's fucking you up. Totally. In not not just the chemical sense, but as a person. It's yeah. just and the not the ability to not be able to control that is sh- you feel shameful because I don't think I quite understood that compulsion until after it was gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't ever understood it. I I thought I was morally bankrupt because I couldn't stop mm-hmm. or there was a there was a choice in the matter and I don't think you really I think you think you have a choice you you don't know why you can't choose to stop you feel insane when you can't stop you feel shameful all those things and then you realize that that's part of that's just part of the makeup of an mm-hmm. alcoholic right mm-hmm. Is that, yeah we all have that compulsion but it's just just thinking about that tonight and having that that a brand new person, you mm-hmm. know. I also think lots of people come in this time of year, right? January, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. There's a lot of, I, I mean, a lot I guess, of birthdays, yeah. A lot of people yeah. have birthdays. A lot of people just, yeah, get in, get into the rooms, try it out. Um, but so, if you are, you for your tourists out there, welcome, right? Sure. Yeah, come on, <laughs> sure, we're not kicking anybody out. No, I, I'm just, I was just jacked up on. Yeah, uh, no, that's good. You, you should be jacked up on um, that. You should be. I think this on. this year you, you know, posted the thing from the St. Louis County guy Wesley County, Bell New Wesley York. Bell yeah. who said I'm coming to town. Yeah, I'm doing things differently. There's a new sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff in town, and I'm not going to put any more resources into busting and jailing right. alcoholics, drug users, right. opioid. What? I'm going to start putting resources into treatment, treatment, which I thought was huge. Right. This Absolutely. was in St. Louis County. Right. It it's doesn't huge. seem like the the most forward thinking place. Well, no, but we have the, our new black. Yeah, uh, what is he? Chief uh, Chief Prosecutor. What's his What's his? Is that was his uh, title? Chief yeah. Prosecutor. Um, head Prosecutor. Uh, why can't I think of the name right now? But uh, or the title? District Attorney um, Wesley Bell. District. Attorney. I don't know. Maybe you're the head prosecutor. You are. You're the guy that leads all the prosecutions for St. Louis County. And it's uh, probably up to you how it works, right? Yes, um, but that's—I think that's big news in the sense of yeah, prosecuting attorney. Yeah, it's it's a pretty like 
forward thinking thing to come out and say mm-hmm. I'm going to start I'm going to look at this, the facts mm-hmm. of the case and realize that treatment is the thing that not only helps humans but keeps mm-hmm. criminals off the street right right because right. the point of that article was if you get into treatment you're less likely to be a criminal which makes total sense right. yeah absolutely so that's cool um, so I think that's great somebody that's progressive and understands what's you know the the current mm-hmm. thinking of how best to address um you know the the challenges of, of people with substance use yeah. issues yeah um uh so that's good <laughs> that is good that's good you yeah you posted that i was excited i did post that uh, I like Wesley Bell. I'm excited for him. He's got an uphill battle, I think, in some ways. But we'll yes, see. he does. Um, yes, he does. Uh, yeah, I think the other thing, you know, this year because I've been thinking about this coming year, not necessarily seasons. We're still because we start our season in like June. You know, we have sort of like you know we have there's a fiscal year and an annual yeah. year. Yeah, we're in our fifth season, but we got a new year coming. Yeah how to reinvigorate again. You know, it's a good opportunity to think about how to rethink this. And mm-hmm. part of it was, I remember when I started, I was so cautious about um, talking about any of this. I would not have come with a hot take on dry January at all. I would have been like <laughs> kid gloves and gentle and like, yeah. you know. Yeah, you would have, you would have. We were, we, we overcompensated. We didn't, well, we didn't know. Yeah. We just didn't know if we were going to say someone something spiraling back yeah we don't want yeah. that if any, yeah and if anything we say well whatever I, I yeah i don't know i think we're okay um so i i just uh want to take some of more of those um filters yeah off okay more to talking how i talk okay um this year this year Less filter, more straight talk. Yeah. Okay. Cold filter. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Podcast flavor. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful, man. So. That's, uh, that's genuine. And uh, thinking about. So you've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about it. Okay. The other thing I've been thinking about is um, I really am thinking about. One, I want to get back to Pops NA Saturday. Do you go? Have you gone? I have. Okay, yeah. Um, and and I'm also thinking about changing up this night. I was thinking, you've mentioned before going there and they have a little back room at Pops uh, Blue Moon here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. oldest continuously running bar in St. Louis and has an NA Saturday every Saturday now. Every Saturday. Um, with tons of options yeah. of uh, NA beers, spirits, just general drinky drinks. Mocktails, um, seed lip from London, seed lip from London, and uh, something else, something else from Europe. Yeah, uh, another spirit. So, so lots of options. Anyway, and some funky entertainment. Super funky. Um, he books some wild acts. He's he does. Uh, Josh and I think Boyle. a lot of and I think a lot of the ex column like the night we were there. The band booked it because their singer was trying to get exactly. sober, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, let's just go play the sober right. thing." So Which that was great. cool. Yeah, and they were a terrific uh, band. But uh, so you mentioned that little room, and I thought, mm-hmm. what if we this year or, mm-hmm. or try it? Okay. Nothing has to be forever. No, right. Um, got out of this room, got out of the studio. Okay. Switched our recording night. Okay. Re- took everything down there on Saturday nights and recorded in that room on Saturday night. Wow. For an hour. I like that. Everything, that was our that was our new normal. Wow, for a while. Yeah, try it out. And Saturday night, people get swing back. I suppose the, the thing that would make sense is to try it once and yeah. let's see if that makes sense. But, see if we can transport um, this audio equipment. But you know, I've been wanting to get out of this room yeah. to record for a while. You know, I looked into podcast studio space and time, and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure that out. Um, and then you mentioned that, so maybe we'll try that some, uh, soon. Yeah, on an upcoming Saturday. And there's we'll a lot of some, interesting characters there. Well, that's the thing in the world of sobriety. It'll bring some because I, I also realized I got t- tired of booking guests mm-hmm. on the expected sort of sobriety addiction podcast circuit. Yeah, this year, mm-hmm. this season. 
But I thought, and I and I, I like the idea of, uh, you know, real people. Yeah. Um, I love what the chat room does. It would still be doing the chat room, but yeah. also, uh, you know, have whatever walk walk bys or yeah, something, or yeah. you know, um, walk ins and see what see what happens. Okay. And also helped uh, maybe develop more of a local following, so that you know maybe we could do that some sometime soon or sometime this year do that thing where we actually sit up on a stage and do a podcast for an audience kind of thing oh yeah um so all those things were running through my mind okay um and that would give us a start on figuring out how to maybe go on the road um and uh yeah on the road on saturday yeah so the start would be the road would be one time across town. Try it one time. Try it one time. See if we pops. can make this happen. Um, yeah, see what happens. Okay. Uh, and I think there's some regulars down there that would be fun to talk to. Yeah. Who I just know like have are given this sobriety thing a yeah. shot. Right. But they're in the business. Right. Which I always think is is a interesting dynamic, right? Yeah. For podcast 200, that's a good thought. I don't even. What is this? 190 now? I think something like that. Holy or cow! 191. Is it really yeah, we're coming up on 200? Wow, which is crazy. That's crazy. Um, hmm. A video conference with the chat room folks. That would be interesting. That would be. Uh, okay, um, I have to think about that. Uh, that would be interesting. Be. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. Okay. And so you've been you've been giving this whole thing some thought just because. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I like well, that. I just want to figure out how to keep it interesting for everybody, everybody, also myself. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, cool, man. Uh, should uh, let's see, Jeff. Yeah, is in the latest issue of oh, Feast our Magazine. Regional Feast Magazine. Yeah. Um, we we had so many mentions this month because it's dry January. Page Chris. thirty-four, and so everybody put us in the January issue. We I, were in, I posted it on like, our social media. Yeah, it's nice. We were in Men's Health this month. Yeah. We we're in. Uh, we we're on the Today Show pod. Yeah, digital it. something on their yeah digital site. Yep, and then we were on. We're in another one coming up, and we were in. Yeah, just a lot of really mm-hmm. nice, uh, nice press. You can't. That's just great. That's great. Like you just can't can't you know beat that. What about national distribution? Just what's going on there? We have we are in Total Wines across the country. Oh, okay, cool. So that's they're they're on not in every state, but yeah. And I always think that that's strange. If you're in recovery, the last place you want to go is right. a grocery store. store. I mean, a liquor store. It's that's easier in a grocery store. Yeah, yeah. So, and I always think like even in a grocery store, you still have to go down the liquor aisle, right? Right, which has always right. been bizarre yeah. for me. So we're really trying to get out of that aisle and into grocery stores across the country. And I think. By the end of this year, we'll be in much, many more places. Out of my dreams and into my car. Yeah. Um, exactly. I was thinking about that. I don't know if St. Louis is the market for it, but I was I was thinking, too, it'd be fun to open a NA non-alcoholic drink shop. Oh. Like, you know, I, I know there's at least one in London. Yeah. That... Would you would you make it a bar? Or would you just make it a place that sold drinks? I suppose you could have a bar for yeah. tasting. Yeah, you probably need one just because so many of them are are new and, and yeah. people haven't experienced them yet. Um, but uh, oh, nice, Ron! I'm glad you enjoyed your NA delivery during Christmas. That's the perfect time. You know my biggest bummer, and and I kept meaning I was going to call you at one point. So. It wasn't until too late that I realized, shit, I should have had some well-being shipped to oh, my yeah. mom's house. Yeah. I, dr- I had to drink O'Doul's oh, the man. whole goddamn That's time. sad. It was the worst. <laughs> it's funny. I, had to, I was in Florida, and they didn't, obviously, didn't, I brought some with me, but it was fun because everyone had O'Doul's, so I was like, I'll try one again, just to see. Maybe it's gotten better. It hasn't. No, I don't think it has. I don't think it has. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a very it's strange. I had some Bex NA, and that isn't great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're all, I don't know. They're okay. Maybe I've become a, I've become kind of a snob. Yeah. It's awful. A connoisseur. Um, but yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's mm-hmm. it's it's uh it, more and more people are yeah interested in this for sure. And more, I think there'll be lots more to try. All kinds of non-alcoholic drinks, just not not even beers. Right. I think the whole. 
industry is is looking at fun all kinds of things for this mm-hmm. hugely underserved market of mm-hmm. people who aren't drinking and they're out mm-hmm. right right yeah it's just crazy i think i think the whole industry is waking up to like oh yeah there's lots of people here that aren't drinking tonight for because they're in recovery because they're pregnant because they have medication whatever it's crazy yeah since what is i think it's like is it something like a third of the u.s population doesn't drink i've i've read that too um I've read that for too. whatever reason. And can you? I know it's weird though because we're bar guys, and you can't really put your mind around that, right? right? Which is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially like in a bar town, like I mean, I suppose every town's a bar town. It feels, but St. Louis really, yeah, feels like. But you and I, we, like when I only went to bars, so I only saw people who drank. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there are tons of people that just don't go to bars, right? right? Yeah, yeah, they just do other things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that don't drink. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I on New Year's Eve uh, with a portion of my family. I guess maybe I might have. Oh no, no, no! There were two of us that were not drinking, mm-hmm. um, but others were, and plenty. And uh, are they? Do they get like drunk, like uh, ugly drunk, to, where you like don't want to deal with them? Just kind of, you know, annoying. Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough. Yeah. And we're watch and we were watching the New York Times thing and somebody's like, Oh God, they have to be in there all day and you know, they're there way hours before and they can't bring alcohol in there and yeah. somebody's like, Oh God, I just can't I mean, who wants to spend New Year's without a drink? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like <laughs> Over a hundred million people yeah. in the United States. I don't know. You know, it's like two people in this room. Yeah, um, that's so funny. You know, it's uh, that's funny. It's, oh, one study said twenty percent of the drinking population is drinking most of the alcohol. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. As you go up, it's like it's like sort of the the, the eighty twenty rule. Right. 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 The twenty. Right. Exactly. Whatever that is. Yeah. The further you go up, the the greater percentage of the alcohol. Is consumed by a smaller, or a smaller and smaller portion. That's right. it just yeah, because yeah. probably most people just have their normies have a drink a week or whatever. Right, they, they they go out and have a glass of wine with dinner once a week, and then there's the twenty percent who are, who are drinking eighty percent of the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. So, um, yeah, it's definitely top of mind over the holiday season. Yeah, drinking, drinking too much. Who's drinking? Who's not drinking? Who's doing drugs? Were, were there any drug users up there? No, no, there weren't. You don't have any of that? No, no. Yeah, um, I, don't think, I don't think I had any drug users down by me either. Uh, the 1%, yeah, the 1% are fucked up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, that's about... Is that what you got? What I got. Okay. Um... You know, getting sober shamed on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, I'm feeling better this January than I felt in a long time, uh, positivity-wise. Like, I've been a little too loving to everyone. I've been a little too positive, a little too... Gross. Like, even for me, I'm like, God, what's going on with me? I'm feeling awesome. Mm. Uh, and coming at, I think this January especially, has felt just far more relaxing i had a really relaxing time in florida i came back here and it's just been like on cloud nine since that hmm. and i tell you i've been really conscious in a spiritual and aa sense of trying to cultivate gratitude like really cultivate gratitude it's the tool that they you know you read about it hear about it preach about it talk mm-hmm. about it told sponsors to do it i've been told by my sponsor to write the five things that you're good at but to really just like have a uh moment of clarity and mm. realize that that is the way forward i don't know i had this really really strange moment of clarity over break that it's all it's all good it's all gravy chris right it's all gravy man yes i think they're Quit ways... fucking up your life with your own get out of your head exactly that's why i figured out too this possibly is there ways to get out of your own way yeah uh, i want to say something way. i want to address one thing jay then don't I'm, t- I'm talking to you, Jay. Yeah, Jay. If if you have that concern, then don't. Yeah, and I agree. that's great. 
that's a decision you can make and be totally fine with it. And you know, I would I would hope that anything we say doesn't contribute to uh, any challenges for you. Jay's saying would love to try any beer, but afraid it might threaten uh, their sobriety. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, just, it's don't do it. Don't do it. Um, and uh, and that's totally fine. You know, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, I know we've had people that I know we've had people not listen or, or say they have to had to stop listening because um, we do talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I apologize. I think part of it is that is going to be, you know, for the foreseeable future, the sh- kind of show we are that that's part of our recovery. Sure. Um, it is part of our recovery story. Yeah. I definitely, mean, definitely. You know, uh, in my mind, it's not, significantly different if in fact it may be identical to it may be it may be legitimately a harm reduction yeah strategy in some ways that's how it worked for me um uh it's certainly it absolutely 100 percent, undeniably was for me uh in the first maybe probably year mm-hmm. I, I i and i know i wouldn't have made it through the first week if i hadn't thrown in the towel on not drinking any beer and said fuck it i've, yeah. I've I'm going to drink any beer. Yeah, yeah. It just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, me too. I was um, right there with you. So, uh, but it's strange because there's such, yeah, it's such an awkward, you know, as we've talked about so many times, when you first quit drinking, it feels, it feels uncomfortable enough, right? Because mm-hmm. you're, that's what you did. You lived to do that. You only chose places to go where they served that. And so when you quit, it's so uncomfortable that I, for me, anything that made me feel slightly more comfortable in a social situation, mm-hmm. it was like, thank, thank goodness. And I just remember that did, that's, that's, it helped. It just helped me feel like, okay, this is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. You can have fun. Yeah, yeah. You can be social. You can stand here. Right. You can play pool. Right. Right. You know, it's like, okay, it's all going to be okay. So, yeah. Um, uh, yes. Oh, thanks, Jay. Listen to them all. Hey, uh, that's terrific. Still getting nicotine, but I can understand wanting a replacement. Um, How are we feeling about CBD in 2019? I don't really have any thoughts on it. You don't? Yeah. It's, it's coming. Yeah, that's but fine. But I heard it's it's being, it's being sold mm. as a thing that can help you stop drinking, stop addiction, help nicotine, like kind of a thing. I'm reading all this stuff, like mm-hmm. all the stuff that could possibly help. And I don't know if I believe in it because, you know, we're cynical people. I don't But I'm think, like, really? I don't know if that's cynicism to want, um, you know, uh, you know, controlled, replicable studies by reputable Yes, you know organizations. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's there. I think it's yeah, it hasn't right. had that done. It's unregulated. I think, kind um, of, as far as I know, it is. Yeah, I don't, and I think I don't know if it's that. If it's unregulated, I think it's gotten. I think, yeah, I think it's it, as we say, it's in the wild, wild west phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, if it is doing things for people uh, through whatever means, you know, um, where where are we on CBD? Where are we? Yeah. I just, I'm not. I, Would you I, ever take it? I don't really know anything about it. Okay. I don't really have a, a, a lot of interest. But I want, and I'm trying to think like as, as a person in long-term recovery, I have tried it once under my tongue. Under my tongue. And that was six months ago. And apparently it, did, it didn't do anything no. good or bad because I don't think I felt the need to try it again. What were you taking I just went, for? Oh, I just wanted to try it. But for what? To see if it did what? Just be just. I guess I wanted to see if it it made me feel less anxious. Okay, because that's what I had heard was yeah. the main thing. It's like oh, you won't, you'll feel less anxious. Mm-hmm. You'll feel less anxious. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I felt less anxious or not. Yeah. But I got on Lexapro. Oh, good. And uh, like two years ago, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to make oh, me feel right. less depressed. And I'm like, I don't know, did it work? But I keep taking it because I'm like, it's not better. It's not worse. I don't All know. Right. Well, and I'm just scared not to take it. Yeah, which you know you can. They're, uh, what because of like SSRI withdrawal I don't or something? No, man. Yeah, I no. think it may have may have taken out the bottoms of my lows. Right. I think that might have, which is happened. huge. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what I I think that might have. If it, 
I know yes. when something's working for me. I know you do. And you I have know a very, when it stops. Yes, you have a very, you're very, yeah. in t- you, you yeah. understand that. And when it stops, it's just, yeah, it's miserable. So would you try CBD just as, like, if you had any curiosity about, like, oh, it's... I don't know that I would do anything that it, that's not, um, not yet, no. Okay, just no. curious. It, it just, I don't think there's, a, as far as I know, last time I looked, I just don't know that much about it. As far, last time I looked, there isn't enough legit yeah. research on the done stuff. on it yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And that's but you know for people that's doing something for I agree go for it yeah yeah I don't think it's yeah it feels like it's not a bad thing like there's anyway but it's, it's interesting yeah but I think it a lot of people use it for all kinds of things and swear by it so mm-hmm. what are you gonna do can't knock experience man Mm-mm. that's what it is so that's interesting I th- I think it's gonna happen this year though I think this is sure. the year where it, it's if last year wasn't already enough, it's going to be a lot more stuff. So get ready for it. CBD. Yeah. Like in yeah. mainstream sure. stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Anything? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, we talked about recording we talked about it we'll figure that out we'll talk with matt figure yeah. out a, a good saturday to go give it a try give it a shot um i think we'll need to get a laptop yeah um, how are we gonna move well we'll just figure that just out take all this shit and a laptop okay that's yeah. fun um what do i want to do i didn't want to forget this year i want to ask everyone to that hasn't mm-hmm. regardless of where you listen leave us the best honest uh, review you can on iTunes. Five star. Um, no, you know, whatever. If you want, leave, if you got to leave us a one, leave us a one. Who I just want. Don't uh, leave us a one. Star. Don't leave us a one though. Um, <laughs> it really brings down the average. Yeah, uh, and we're average five. You know, we're nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, tell a friend. Yes. Tell two friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out uh, John DJFM Gurler. Uh, as far as I know, Recovery Posse gets tossed around a lot now. Recovery Posse? The hashtag Recovery Posse. Okay. On Twitter. Is that the, like your Recovery Posse? No, no, no. Oh, there's an actual there's, Recovery there's, Posse. It's a hashtag that gets tossed around in Recovery Twitter. On okay. Recovery Twitter. Okay. As far as I know, and I could be wrong, and John, let me know. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever saw it used, John... DJ FM Gurler used oh, it. Nice. I feel like he coined Recovery Posse. Oh, nice. And what he's done recently, started a new Twitter account, uh, Recovery Posse. I think it's actually at Posse Recovery. Um, but, but anybody correct me if it's wrong, del- delve into the the archives and see who first used it. But if, <laughs> somebody may have used it first. I think John DJ FM Gurler nice. popularized it. Nice. And he deserves all the credit. If not for that, for... Our theme songs, yes. which we have used since I don't know for what a episode. long time, for a long time, yeah, though, for the bulk of our our yes. you know, now into our fifth year, yeah. our intro and our outro, and uh, he's just a talented, super nice artist in recovery, yep. Ta- incredibly talented musician. Check him out; um, he's got all sorts of projects um, that you know cover a spectrum of music, and uh, we love him, love him. And uh, what about a new T-shirt for this year? Think you could design one? I could. Come on, That's Chris. Part of it. You know, here's the thing. I just talked to a. a, a I, I would wear it. I still wear SRN t-shirts. I need a new one personally. This is for me. I talked to a representative for a podcast network that thinks we'd be a good fit. He reached out. Um, uh, they're launching a new service kind of it's like you know i'm trying to say what i can uh is it like a yeah in, in beta next week i'm going to look at it and see but so what i'm going to also focus on is just the podcast again okay put the site to bed it'll it'll be there with all the content for a while as long as i feel like paying the bill yeah figure out how to maybe archive it and um i don't know what to do with that but it'll probably move the podcast to a 
podcast specific service ah. as opposed to part of the old clean and sober site that's just going to be there hanging out with all its existing content. Yeah. And, uh, and then maybe I'll, I'll think about getting back into merch. Okay. But uh, you still got to do the chiclet every week, the visual for the episode. Right. And then more merch. You're thinking to think about that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. More merch. Like and, it. uh, at one point I have some, Really old school, limited edition because they were before I was doing print on demand, a dropship merch. The old school first batch of shirts I had printed. I have a bunch of them actually in the basement. Oh yeah, uh, which I my wife cleaned out the basement while I was away, and she's like, "Get rid of these." Should do. Yeah. Oh, is so. have them be giveaways. So oh nice. Stay tuned. We're gonna. I'm gonna be. Good idea. Um, Good idea. For you know, there are a variety of sizes, variety of styles, but I'll figure out how to show you what's there, and yeah. we'll talk about what we're giving away and figure out how. To and give you know, we're going to give away in the chat in the room. chat room. So you got to get in the chat room. That's fine. Um, okay. Uh, Ron Rainey needs one. Yes, you do, Ron. Yes, you, you do, Ron. It's coming towards you. All right. Uh, until next week. I next think. week. Are you in? I'm. I'm here next week. Okay. You're here. Matt's here. Okay. Doki. Uh, And thank you all so much for continuing to show up and uh, chat with us in the chat room. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I think Jeff does. I do. Okay, Jeff does. All right, peace out. Keep it real. Another clean and sober intervention.